You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. Welcome to the program, friends. This is Retire Utah with Mike Stevens, founder and CEO of Capital Wealth Advisors. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. The team at Capital Wealth Advisors understand that getting to retirement is totally different than getting through your retirement. So if you are wondering what retirement might look like, how to retire, when to retire, if you can retire, or maybe you're wondering about your investment strategy or your income strategy, or are you paying too much in taxes or too little in taxes? Are you concerned about Medicare, those market swings, bulls and bears? And folks, you have tuned into the right program. Mike, are you excited to help your listening audience start planning for their successful retirements today? I am always excited about this, Spike. This is why I'm excited to go into the office every day. Let's have some fun together. All right. There is a lot going on. We have so many different financial topics packed into today's show. You're going to hear a lot, though, about how Capital Wealth Advisors helps people get to and through their retirement planning needs. If you have any questions, please give us a call at 801 210 5500. Okay, Mike, I want to talk about the basic philosophy of what we do with literally retirement planning strategy. It's not just pulling money out of your assets when you need it, crossing your fingers, and hoping that you get to the finish line. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a hope and a prayer plan. We don't like those. So I'd like to make a, a little bit of analogy that we use four pillars when it comes to putting together a retirement planning strategy. Pillars hold up all kinds of different structures. We can think of the Capitol building, the Supreme Court, the Parthenon. Pillars, pillars are everywhere. They're they're classic features of architecture. But if you knock one of them down, the whole structure is in danger of toppling over. And it can be the same for retirement. So let's hop in right here. What do you consider to be some of the most four important pillars of retirement planning? Okay, great question. And I actually um, lovingly call these the mom rules. And I'll explain a little bit later why I call the mom rules. But the four pillars to retirement planning, Spike, is protection, growth potential, income, and liquidity. So let's talk about the first one, protection. Well, one thing that we have to understand as we go uh, into retirement or through retirement is that losses have a much bigger impact on your retirement than gains do. Mm-hmm. And when someone comes into the office, you know, as investors, we always want to have our cake and eat it too. But you have to really ask yourself, is it more important to make money when the market's going up or not lose money when the market's going down? The second one, that growth potential, is we really got to um, grow our investments at a reasonable rate of return. It's really important to keep up with inflation. But here's the thing, folks, you don't want to swing for the fences. That's a baseball analogy. And really what that means is that swinging for the fences is trying to hit a home run every single time. Baseball games are won on singles and doubles. And when we're growing our account, we want to try to grow it at a reasonable rate of return and not try to shoot for that next big thing. 
The third thing that we talked about was income planning. And with income planning, and I feel like this is the most important, is that you need to have guaranteed income, guaranteed money to live. That's your paycheck. Going into retirement is really scary for folks because they've worked all these years. And then what happens is, is they realize they have to pay themselves. They're basically their own employer at that point. You have to have an income strategy knowing how much money is coming in every single month, no matter what happens with the markets. If you get sick, you have to have the income. And then the last one, super important, that's liquidity. And you can't tie up all your money in the market. Um, you can't put all your money into real estate. You have to be able to have liquidity for those events that happen in life because life is all of, you know, there's, there's no guarantee that life is going to happen the way we want it to happen. We have to plan for the unknown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So your group at Capital Wealth Advisors, they're not just worrying about investments and, as you said, swinging for the fences, because that might be one of the first ways or things that people want to ask you about as well. You know, what kind of returns do you provide for people? But I think it's important that people know that advisors are also really identifying risks Absolutely. and what kinds of risks there are. I'll offer up a few of them. Talk about whichever ones or all of them if you want to. I think of, of course, market risk. Mm -hmm. Strangely, the word longevity is a risk, living longer, Mm -hmm. and inflation is a risk. We'd probably throw taxes out there as well. So what kind of risks do you think people are exposing themselves to by not having a four-pillar retirement plan? Yeah, so really what that means is that the way I look at it is a lot of times people and you know, my mom and dad had this exact same scenario and that's what got them into trouble. I've told our our listeners before, my dad passed away unexpectedly at 49 years old. And my Mm. mom really had no clue where to turn because they had what I call the kitchen drawer approach. They have a little of this over here, a little of that over there, and they don't really know how to bring all of those together or if all those together is going to help them succeed with their financial plan. So like you said, you have things living too long. You know, our parents, their parents' number one concern was dying too early. Ours is living too long. Science and technology, it's, wow, it's going crazy. People are worried that their money is not going to last as long as they are. The other thing too, inflation. I was just interviewed on uh, KSL TV by Dan Spindle. and oh, we talked fantastic. About, yeah, and we talked about inflation because inflation is 4.2% right now. And that's really, really high. For the last 30 years, inflation has averaged about 1.42%. So to see it jump to 4.2%, that's a big deal for people. So they're worried about things like that. The other thing too that you said is volatility. What's What's going on in the market? And that's something that changes almost minute by minute. There's so much volatility. These are the kind of things that can really stress out anyone if they don't have a plan. So you don't want a kitchen drawer approach. We always tell people a portfolio isn't a plan. Right. Okay. So I got to ask you this, and folks, this is going to be one of those curveballs I like to throw them. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer doing your radio or do you you like being in front of the bright lights of the camera? Well, here's the deal. I got to answer it and say that my co-host Spike Spangle is top notch. They don't come better than you, Spike. And, uh, you know, I feel like we're a great team working together. Me too. T- I love it. T- TV is fun as well. It's a it's a different thing, but I like to have fun just educating people. Exactly. One of the things about doing our radio program is that we really can dive deeper and longer into topics. Uh, we have more of a forum here, and that's Absolutely. exactly what we're doing here today. We're talking about the the four pillar strategy of putting together a sound retirement plan. 
Mike, you identified those as protection, growth potential, income, and liquidity. Be honest with me. How can one plan, how can one strategy address all of that, along with all of the risks you just talked about? Well, you know, I think the reoccurring word that we keep talking about here is having a plan and a good written plan that's also a living plan, not something that's just done once that never gets adjusted again. That's what's going to give someone a great retirement. And Stephen Covey is credited with saying, you know, you want to begin with the end in mind. So when you're doing your plan, begin with the end in mind and work in reverse. I talked about the mom rules, the protection, the growth potential, income, and liquidity. Mom didn't know where to find all of those Mm -hmm. things. And that's really what the catalyst was for me jumping into the industry. Spike, you have to have a plan. It is so important. Okay. And I, I do agree with you. So which one of the four pillars that you mentioned do you start with? I love what you're saying there about Stephen Covey. We've got to think about the end. But when we don't know how long the end might be, we don't know how long that retirement might be, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different factors. So you've got to start building the house somewhere. Where do you start? You always start with the income. You go back to those great 1980s commercials from the uh, Wendy's. They were awesome, right? Where's the beef? In retirement, it's all about where's the income? Where's the income? Where's the income? So you have to always ask yourself, where is my income going to come from? Do I have enough income? to last for the rest of my life. And here's really the reason, the why behind it. So if you go back to March of 2020, when the market crashed, it it was one of the fastest crashes in US stock history. And then thankfully, one of the fastest recoveries in US history Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Any people that didn't have an income plan, probably the thoughts that was running through their head was, oh my gosh, I have to make this money last. I got to get out. I got to sell right now because I won't know if I have enough income to last me the rest of my life in retirement. So they sold and they effectively locked their losses in. And then what happened is when the market recovered, guess what? A lot of times people get scared and they feel like, ah, should I jump back in or not? Some of those people are still sitting on the sidelines today. If you have an income plan, and you know that you have a guaranteed paycheck that you don't have to worry about selling when the market goes down for money that's not dependent on that guaranteed income paycheck. You only have losses spike if you sell when the market is down. If you don't need to sell, you don't have those losses. Which this actually reminds me, you have a complimentary offer. You have a landing page, which means if you go type up into your browser, we have these complimentary reports for you that can actually help you out. So first of all, Go to your browser if you type in retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. We have a complimentary report in there. It's called, Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? Mike, can you tell me a little bit about that report? Yeah, I would love to. It's a really simple report. Um, It's going to educate people, and it's really going to break it down and keep it really easy to understand. I think that that's the problem in the financial industry that we're really trying to push to make make a difference is that let's take this complicated subject about retirement and break it up into easier to understand pieces to help people understand that retirement doesn't have to be scary. You just have to be proactive with your planning. So when you go and you check out, will your money last as long as you do, you're going to get a great report and you're going to be able to go through that exercise. And if you got any questions and you feel stuck, feel free to reach out to us. That's what we're here for. So go to the landing page and download that report. Mike, I wanted to ask you, you you talk about the team of Capital Wealth Advisors, the team. It's not just you there. Can can you tell me a little bit about your group and how they help you put together all of these complex strategies? 
our team is incredible. We literally only work with nice people. <laughs> and you know, I, I always say that, but um, part of me is serious because our team is the nicest people in the world. We have a client service manager named Elizabeth that from the moment that you walk in to visit, you are going to feel like a member of the family. Elizabeth is just a, a natural at just making people feel at ease. And you know what? Retirement is scary for a lot of people. And she has seen hundreds and hundreds of people cross that retirement finish line. Uh, back office support, we have advisors who are always sharpening the pencil. They're you know fully licensed. Uh, we're a fiduciary firm. Uh, we're independent. The whole thing about the team is that we are driven to help our clients succeed and have a wonderful retirement. We don't want to see people just show up for work and just punch a clock. People that work at Capital Wealth Advisors are invested in helping our clients succeed in retirement. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you'd like to learn more about the team, you can go to CapitalWealth.com. If you have any questions for us during the week, just give us a ring, leave us a message, or you can call right now during the program, but we're not going to pick up live during the air, so don't worry about that. Call the number 801-210-5500. You're listening to Retire Utah with Mike Stevens, founder of Capital Wealth Advisors. More right after this break. Check out retireutah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's retireutah.com. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at a historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Welcome back to Retire Utah with Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. Mike, I wanted to ask you, we were talking about the four pillars of a sturdy retirement these include protection, growth potential, income, liquidity. If you knock one out, it can really impact your total retirement. So let's talk about protection. What does that word mean? Uh, what are we protecting our money from? How do we protect it? Will you also talk to me about instruments or what you use? Can, can you give me the overall and then a little bit of a deeper dive? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when people think about protection in their mind, what they're really thinking about is market losses. And, you know, of course that is true, but really what we're trying to protect ourselves from is ourselves. Our, we can be our own worst enemy. And that's just because as human beings, we're really emotional with money. And it's really hard to disconnect yourself from emotion when it comes to investing. 
And that's why working with a great financial advisor that has experience to help people, I guess, walk them off the ledge when things like the markets aren't looking that good that day. And that's the other thing as investors we got to realize is that investing is not a sprint. It's a marathon. We had a lady that came into our office. Um, She wasn't yet a client, but she was really scared. She said, hey, I went through 2000, 2001, 2002, 2008, and I'm nearing retirement and I just can't afford to lose any money. What do I need to do? You know, she sat down with the team and literally it was like you could see after she was done, it was like a weight was lifted off her shoulders. Mm-hmm. She came in feeling very anxious. You could feel the energy. And then when she left, she was smiling and it was almost like she wanted to hug us. You have to be able to protect yourself in retirement. That is very important. And that all comes back to having a really good plan. You, you hit on something that is a huge topic of mine. I, I've studied a lot of behavioral finance. So folks, you're listening to Mike and Spike here. Uh, my end of it here, Spike's end of it here is that I do a lot of education. I, I travel the country and we do these radio programs to, to help people out. Mike sits down and the, the entire team at Capital Wealth, they sit down with folks and actually do the financial planning. One of the biggest things I like to talk about, I really enjoy it, is the behavioral finance, the emotional triggers that you don't even sometimes realize. We're going to be doing, Mike, an entire program on this. I'm very excited about this. We'll, we'll get oh, to this. Oh, that'll be great. But um, it is true. It is not just for you, Mike, and your team Mm-mm. that you're putting together investments and talking about insurance and talking about estate planning. You're kind of, you know, financial therapists as well, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> yep. that that relief, I know that that look of relief. I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I've, I've had people come to me sometimes, they have statements in their hands, uh, they're in tears or their hands are shaking because they, they just don't know that, that, that fear, that worry. How do you help people? Do you see that when people walk in, like, like they're nearly white in the face as they're walking in and oh just, my gosh, just that yes. wash of joy afterwards? Yep. Yep. One of the best things that I love telling people is congratulations, you've won the financial game. And that comes from taking all of their statements, putting everything together, looking at things from inflation and and just that income plan and a tax strategy and social security optimization and long-term care. There are so many different facets that you have to know in retirement. So I don't blame anyone for feeling overwhelmed like this. There is a uh, cartoonist and a financial advisor named Carl Richards. And he's, uh, he's known as the, um, the sketch guy. And uh, <laughs> he, he drew this really good, simple sketch. And it was a box that said you. And then to the right of that box said your advisor. And then to the right of that box said the big mistake, right? Your, your advice, it's that simple. Your advisor can possibly help you out if they're doing a good job on your behalf at making a big mistake and protecting yourself because you're right. It is so emotional when it comes to money. It's scary. I mean, the last time you had to make a big decision in your life was back when you were in high school, what you wanted to do for the rest of your life. And now that phase of your life, you're closing the chapter in that book and you're moving on to the next chapter. I love this because I just Googled this while you were talking. Is it Carl Richards? He, yep. he gets published in the New York Times. Yeah. Uh, he's also the author of The Behavior Gap. Fantastic. But yeah, he's got these great sketches. <laughs> Sometimes it really helps to have something be be visual. And I, I know that you do that as well. So how much of this, of what you guys do on Capital Wealth Advisors, mm-hmm. how much of this is you just talking and saying, okay, here's the strategy. Here, here's here's what we're going to do. Or do you, do you lay this out in a simple way for people to be able to visually understand it as well? 
What, yes. what is a little bit of that process? Yeah, I take a little a little from Carl Richards' page on on he has simple sketches, and we take the complex uh, behind the scenes everything that we're doing, and we put it on a simple one pager. We call it our money map, and really what that does is it shows the client of how they can retire, where their income's coming from. What we have a tax map as well too. That's a second page, but the tax map shows. Here's what you can do uh, to reduce or eliminate taxes. It leaves no stones unturned. And I'm not a CPA. No one in our firm is. We're not tax professionals. We always encourage people to give that to their tax professional. Their tax professional's first words when they see this is typically, wow, right? But what you want to do is you want to take these complex financial matters and simplify them so that you can understand. Because if someone creates a plan and it's too hard to understand the plan, chances are you're going to shelf that plan and say, all right, well, that's great. I don't really know how to follow it. It has to be an easy to understand plan. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about savings and taxes. Taxes Mm -hmm. is something that we will talk a lot about on our program. By the way, folks, if you are just tuning in, you're listening to Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. The entire hour of our program is talking about retirement planning strategies, how we can help you, what we can do. And uh, we have to talk about taxes. It can take such a huge chunk. And I think some people don't realize that we are literally in one of the lowest tax environments, at least federally wise, that we've ever been in. I think people think we, we all pay way yep. too much in taxes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you help protect people from the tax bite in retirement? Yeah. So that's a really good question. The thing about taxes are as advisors, that's one of the things that we can help control. But just to be clear, you know, again, our firm does not provide tax advice. You know, anyone listening or they're, uh, you know, wanting to know more about taxes should always consult with their tax professional. But I like to tell people taxes are on sale. Spike, you just hit the nail on the head where you said they're actually in a low right now. And the reason why is if you go back to 1913, that's when taxes were instituted in the United States as an effort to pay off the war deficit. And apparently they were supposed to go away once that was done. But you know what happens, <laughs> you know what happens with the government, right? They say, okay, well, let's just try this. And then Wait it becomes- we're, we're getting this income stream, <laughs> but don't worry, we'll, we'll make it go away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, taxes, uh, they've gone up historically over time. And, you know, we've mentioned this on previous shows, but- You know, when Ronald Reagan, before he was the president, he was an actor. He only made a few movies per year. The reason why is because he was contracted by the studios to get about $100,000 per movie. And at $200,000 of income in the 40s, which was a lot of money, by by the way, back then. Wow, was it? Yeah. Yeah. But but still, the top tax bracket federally was 94% spike. So Ronald Reagan didn't want to work for free because anything over $200,000 was taxed at 94%, and then the rest would have to go to the state of California. So here's the deal. Taxes are on sale. And if you don't believe me, here's a fun little fact, all right? So right now with the new stimulus package that just came out, that's going to put the U.S. deficit into about a $30 trillion debt. One, one, okay, let's talk about a trillion. One, one I can't even visualize it. Oh my gosh, it's a lot of zeros, but here we go. One trillion seconds ago, all right? was 31,366 years ago, 1 trillion seconds. We're 30 trillion seconds. So as advisors, one of the things that we can control is taxes. And if your advisor isn't talking to you about taxes, you really should ask yourself, am I possibly missing a key strategy for my retirement planning? 
because I can't control the stock market. No one can. But with good sound planning, we can have that conversation to reduce your taxes in retirement. Okay. This also reminds me that if you go to our landing page, retireutah.com, we have a complimentary report. You can download it there. Don't worry. You won't be getting any sales messages after that. You just click on the retireutah.com and go to, are you paying too much in taxes? It's a great complimentary report for the listeners of our program. Mike, can you tell me a little bit about that report? Yep. That report is awesome. Um, it's going to walk you through an exercise to help you realize, do you have the potential to help put tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars back into your pocket versus the IRS? You know, America is the greatest country in the world, but here's the deal. Um, there's a quote from a tax judge and his name was Judge Learned Hand. And come on, is that not the best name for a judge? I mean, it, it, I think his profession was decided at the moment of birth when his parents gave yeah, him that name. Yeah. And he's a tax judge from the 30s. And basically, to summarize what Judge Han says, is he says, anyone may so arrange his or her affairs that his or her taxes shall be as low as possible. He or she is not bound to choose the pattern which will best pay the treasury. In fact, there's not even a patriotic duty to increase one's taxes. So... What we want to do is we want to pay our fair share and let's go ahead and just keep it at that. Pay our fair share and then keep the rest of our money as opposed to willingly give more to the IRS by not knowing how to play the tax game. And the way to get that report is just go to retireutah.com. So let me go a little bit further in all of those different topics. We're talking about the four pillars of retirement planning, healthcare costs, man, those can really deplete our savings very fast, especially in an emergency, especially in retirement. How do you help clients prepare for the healthcare costs in retirement? I mean, it's kind of an unknown, except we know that we're going to be spending money out of our own pocket. Yeah, we, we know that every single one of us is going to get older and older, but we don't know who is going to need help. And, you know, when we have a husband, wife come into the office or just, you know, individuals that say, you know what, I had a parent or a grandparent that really struggled. I don't want to be in a position like that. I don't want to be a financial burden. I don't want my kids to remember me this way, or I don't want the grandkids to remember me this way. I want to be able to have a self-sufficiency where I can take care of myself that, you know, if I need help with someone helping me, uh, help lifting me out of the bathtub, that, that I can hire someone, that my finances are in a position that I'm going to be financially secure. And that's where it comes back to one of those pillars in the retirement plan that we're talking about is the income strategy. You have to have money set aside for healthcare costs. It's super important. I, I only have about a minute here, but is part of what your practice, do you help people evaluate long-term care needs as well? Oh yeah. You know, that is one of the most important things that we can talk about just because, you know, we don't want you to run out of money and have to go back to work later on in life. The other thing too is statistically, if a spouse needs long-term care, um, you know, if someone is not involved that's a professional helping out that spouse, the other spouse ends up needing long-term care just because of the emotional, physical, and mental drain that it causes. You are listening to the program from Capital Wealth Advisors. We are Retire Utah. If you have any questions during the program or during the week, just give us a call. Leave us a message at 801-210-5500. More with Mike Stevens of Retire Utah right after this. Mike Stevens wants to make sure you're not paying too much in taxes to Uncle Sam. Download his tax guide 
at retireutah.com today. That's retireutah.com. You don't have to go it alone in retirement planning. Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help. Give them a call today, 801-210-5500. Once again, 801-210-5500. Welcome back to the program. You are listening to Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. We are talking about all of your retirement planning needs, strategies, taxes, income strategies, everything that you need to do. Folks, by the way, if you want to leave us a question during the week, give us a call at 801-210-5500. Mike, I wanted to continue our conversation as we're talking about the four different pillars. This is a strategy of putting together a really sound financial retirement plan. And I'm really curious, should retirees still have a portion of their assets invested in the markets? How do you help them protect it from downside risk? I mean, everybody thinks of volatility as downside volatility. We all love upside volatility. That's when the markets are growing. But how do you help protect their assets? And, and should they even have a portion of them in the markets during retirement? Yeah, everyone, I think, is different, right? So no two should be alike. Um, any advisory firm should be doing customized retirement planning. But generally speaking, we do recommend that a portion of the money should be in the market to at least help out with inflation. But I guess the other thing that a lot of people look at things through a vacuum, and I want to point out that it's actually advantageous when your accounts go down. And you might be sitting here thinking, wait, what, what is this guy talking about? Well, here's what I'm talking about. Not this March, but March of 2020, when the market went down as fast as it did, what we did is we got on the phone with our clients and we said, hey, you know what? For anyone interested in doing a backdoor Roth conversion, this would be a really great opportunity. And here's why. If you think about the slinky, yep, that toy that we played with when we were kids, when you stretch your slinky out and it's big and expanded, think of that like your retirement account balance. Well, when that slinky is compressed and it starts coming down because the market's going down, Right then, we can start paying some taxes on your qualified money, your 401ks, your IRAs, 403bs, anything that you owe money and taxes on. Now you can take a portion of that money and you can start converting that over into the Roth IRA, which is tax-free. And again, you always want to consult with your financial professional before you do anything like this. But then when the market goes back up, then now we've just paid taxes on a lesser amount. And then when that market has gone back up, your account is now growing in a tax-free vehicle. So taxes are super important. You shouldn't look at just market volatility as a bad thing. I think that anyone that understands retirement really understands how to take advantage of situations. Now, the other thing too is that going back to having an income plan, and I preach about this over and over because I'm so passionate. I've seen this happen over and over and it just works. Here's what happens. When you have an income plan and you have a guaranteed paycheck coming in, no matter what, it doesn't matter if the market goes down. You don't have to sell, meaning you don't have to lock in any losses because that's what happens when you sell in a down market. If you have your guaranteed paycheck coming in, you're going to be just fine. Leave it alone. And as soon as the market recovers, you don't need that money, then readjust the risk. Okay. But I need to ask you about growth potential as well. Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, obviously, cash flow is essential in retirement. And there's a possibility that we'll need more of it, especially with inflation over time. And you think about investments and growth, mm -hmm. and we can talk to people about historical charts and 
you know, the dollar bar charts and we can talk about Ibbots and Associates and, and lose people in all this wonky language of, you know, proven what the markets have done. But is there a way to, to, to grow your money without necessarily investing in the markets? Yeah, absolutely. There's a bunch of different, you know, investment vehicles. Um, one of the most common ones are annuities and annuity, uh, that word comes with a bad rap, but the one thing that people need to understand is that uh, there are many different types of annuities. There are variable annuities, there's indexed annuities, um, there's fixed annuities, and it'd almost be like saying vehicle. So if someone says, hey, um, you know, tell me what, what you're thinking when you say vehicle, and, and I go, well, I'm thinking about a car, and someone goes, well, I actually, I was thinking about a 4x4 because we're going to go up to the mountains. You wouldn't take that car up to the mountains. So the word annuity gets a bad rap because a lot of annuities are sold incorrectly. Annuities are a product that can help have a guaranteed income stream. You got to make sure that you have the right annuity, the right company, and you have to understand what you're getting into. So annuities are one of the ways that you can possibly grow your money um, without any kind of downside loss. And the one that I'm thinking that comes to my mind, that's the fixed index annuity. The variable annuities do fluctuate and go up and down with the markets. But the fixed annuities and fixed index annuities, they don't go down when the market goes down. And, and here's the thing too. Um, I don't gamble, but let me give you an example. Let's pretend that you went into a casino. Okay. And you went into this casino, Spike, to play blackjack. And the dealer says, all right, Spike, here's the deal. We're going to play this a little bit different. If you are playing, Spike, and you lose, we're just going to reshuffle your cards and we'll play over again. And I won't take any of your chips. The house will leave your chips on the table. But if we play and then you win, you have to share some of the earnings back with the house. Que the question for you, Spike, is how long would you sit at that blackjack table? Wow. I, first of all, I've never heard this analogy. As many years I've done this, so I, I like this. So if I lose, I don't necessarily lose anything. Yep. But if I win, I have to, I have to give a little back. Yep. How long um, would you stay there? You could never I, you know, lose. You'd yeah, stay there forever. I mean, You'd not, stay there forever. I'm not losing. So yeah, Ever. I'm going to play. This, first of all, this casino is going to go out of business though, but I, I love oh, yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still making money, right? Because the time that you're winning, you're, they're not, you know, you got to share some of your winnings with them, right? But mm -hmm. yeah. So, so that's the whole thing about fixed index annuities. They have where you can't lose. Um, you can earn some upside potential. And sure. I always tell people, you're not going to get rich with index annuities. You know, they average three to 5% at best. Um, but it could be a good option. Absolutely. So I was talking about kind of you know protecting ourselves and, and talking about growth. So thank you for explaining how, how we can have some growth without necessarily investing in the markets. So I want to ask, I hear this phrase bandied about all of the time, how to maximize my social security benefits. What, what can you do as a financial advisor to help somebody else maximize social security benefits. What, what is the framing of this conversation or that phrase? Can you just give me a little light on this? Because I, I, what can you do to help me with social security? Absolutely. Okay. So every single year, social security has a manual that they publish and there's literally over 3000 different rules in this manual. And for um, couples, the rules to take their social security, the ways to claim their social security benefits, there's over 567 different possible combinations. So this is a, it's a challenging animal to deal with in retirement planning, but maximizing your social security, you again, don't want to look at it in an isolated vacuum because a lot of times people make decisions based on fear. Maybe they're hearing a radio show or they're hearing a commercial or they've talked to their friend, you know, at a party and they say, you better take your social security now 
because it's going to go away. So what you do is you go and you take your social security and you don't realize maybe that wasn't a good thing to do. And when you do uh, social security, when, excuse me, when you take social security, if you're not taking it at the right time, you could leave possibly tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially on the table. So when you're claiming your social security benefits, you really need to make sure you're doing it the right way. And Spike, here's the honest truth. No okay. advisors get paid to manage social security. Mm -hmm. So if we don't get paid to manage social security, there are going to be advisors that really don't care very much about learning the program and doing a deep dive. When you realize how important social security is in your retirement stool, it's one of the legs, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure that you're taking as much money that you've put in that you're eligible for to give you the best retirement. You're listening to Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. If you'd like to learn more about our team, you can just go to CapitalWealth.com. Something that you, you hit on in there that I wanted to ask you more about, there is all of the fear, the worry, um, you said about uh, Social Security going away. And that's a phrase that's, you know, it's just out there. It's all over the place. Yep. What do you feel about the projections about Social Security not being there in 2035, 2036, or possible reductions uh, do you see any solutions? Do you feel this is a real fear? Is this something that people should start looking at planning for right now? Or do you think this is just the, the fear of the news reporting? Well, I think that, that you just hit the nail on the head again, is that the news sells when they sell fear. Yeah. But but let's just be honest. The program is in trouble. It is a, uh, a wonky, uh, excuse me, it is not stable. Mm -hmm. um, the program has an issue. So here's my feelings on it. Is that, and I'm going to give you an example here. All right. So, Spike, you are the current elected official, and you know that there's a problem with Social Security, but you do nothing Did about it. Did I win the popular vote or was it from the Electoral College? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's not get into that. Go, go, right. go ahead. But, but you, you, you are my elected official. You okay. know that there's a problem with Social Security, and you are doing nothing to fix the I program. Know. Now, I I, I'm going to come up and I'm going to run up against you. What is the number one concern for every single politician, Spike? Uh, uh, getting elected or getting reelected. There you go, right? So if you don't do anything to fix the program, but I come up and I say, you know that guy, Spike? He's not really concerned about Social Security benefits. You're going to lose a lot of money. Vote for me. I will fix the program. I, I would like to think that I'm going to win in a landslide, right? So right. here's the thing about Social Security. The program is shaky. It definitely does need to get fixed. But I'm 41 years old, and my full retirement age is 67, according to Social Security. We just met with a lady earlier today, and you know she's got 10, 12 years on me, and her full retirement age is 67. She is able to take Social Security at her full retirement age at 67, and I'm 41, and mine is 67. So something's off there. So I think one of the things they can do is say, hey, you know what, Mike? We're going to push your full retirement age back. We're going to push it out further. There's a handful of things that they can do with the program, or maybe they can increase taxes. You know, there's a, a maximum level of taxation. And once you hit that income level, you don't pay any more taxes on those social security benefits. Maybe they can adjust those numbers. There's a handful of things that they can do. That's the thing is that people will run on the fact, I believe in the next 10 years as well, they're going to say, we need a fix to social security. And that's how you get elected new. Yeah. But nobody gets reelected by saying, we're going to fix social security because we need to raise taxes on everyone. That's how you lose an election. You bring up the tax word and then it's going to go up for everybody. So I think that's in part why nobody is really talking about it that much. So if you are worried about this yourself, we have a great complimentary report. If you go to retireutah.com 
That's retireutah.com. Type that into your browser up there, and our page will come up. And we have a Social Security report. Click on that report. It is a complimentary download for the listeners of our radio program. Go into there. Mike, can you tell me a little bit about the Social Security report and this complimentary download? Yeah, so what that report is going to talk about is it's going to talk about, you know, the ways how to apply for Social Security, what full retirement age means, how you uh, get a, a delayed retirement credit. It's going to really take a complex matter and really shed light on it so it becomes easier for you to understand. And really, that's what retirement is about, is getting the facts and then acting upon the facts once you understand and you're, you're not just acting on, on emotion or fear of missing out. More with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors and all of our retirement planning strategies right after this. When should you start taking Social Security? Mike Stevens can help you get the most out of your Social Security benefits. Go to RetireUtah.com to download his Social Security report. That's RetireUtah.com. If you could leave tens or possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table, would you? That's the risk you take when you don't plan for Social Security. But with more than 2,700 Social Security rules and dozens of ways to file, it's a little complicated. So how confident are you that you'll get the most out of your Social Security benefits? Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors can show you your options and help you determine the filing strategy best for you. Call them today at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Get the social security benefit you've earned. This one decision could mean tens of thousands of dollars more for you in retirement. 801-210-5500. Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. Call now. 801-210-5500 firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Folks, you are still listening to Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. Of course, this year was came out in 1985. This is Back to the Future. This is a segment that we all enjoy doing. It's called Time Machine. It's hard to believe that the first time that Michael Jordan was named Rookie of the Year was over 35 years ago. And if you think about it, Back to the Future, which was directed by Bob Zemeckis, of course, had Michael J. Fox starring in the role. Michael J. Fox has turned 60. Marty McFly is almost at the age when he can start withdrawing retirement accounts, <laughs> and hopefully he's already been doing that planning. But uh, Mike, one of the reasons I love doing this segment is that it just shows us how much life can change. And when we think about this movie coming out 35, 36 years ago, that is about the amount of time that our, our retirement could actually last. So oh, we yeah. need to be forward thinking and how things might change. So let's look at this from the rear view mirror. Give me some of the hard numbers. What were some of the financial numbers of what life yeah. was like in 1985? All right, sure. And before I do, just a fun little fact, Michael J. Fox, he's actually from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I'm from Calgary. So Edmonton's about three hours north of Calgary. 
and uh, I, I absolutely learned something new. Every there you, day. I did. Yeah, there you go. I got the trilogy. Uh, I love the Back to the Future movies. But here we go. Let's have a look at that. Um, some quick financial figures from 1985. The Dow ended the year at 1546. It only cost two dollars and seventy-five cents to go to the movie spike. Oh, a stamp God. was twenty-two cents, and the average cost of a new house was eighty-nine thousand three hundred and thirty dollars. But the interest rate on mortgages at that time was hovering around eleven point six percent. My so gosh. It's crazy. But, you know, back in 1985, the annual income was also 22000 Um, Yeah. So to put that in perspective, that's less than the federal poverty level for a family of four today, Spike. Okay. So some of those numbers came at me fast. I, I have them here in front of me as well. The Dow ended at 1500 Not that it dropped 1500 like it can today in, in one day of market trading. <laughs> right. It ended at 1500 I mean, uh, on and about this broadcast, and, and even if we're on a replay, the, the Dow has been around 30000 uh, above 30000 so far. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. So 35 years, that's, I mean, the, the growth in there. Could, do you think that we can expect that same kind of growth? through somebody's retirement in the next 35 years? No, I have I have no idea. Um, that's a that's a really good question. But there's there's a whole lot of things going on um, where inflation for the past 30 years was really low. Um, you know, the 70s and 80s inflation was higher, but 90s, 2000s, etc. Inflation has been really low. We know that, uh, you know, the Dow, like you said, it's up around the 30,000s right now. I think what's really the right answer is who knows what's going to happen in the future. Right. It only cost two dollars and seventy-five cents back in nineteen eighty-five mm-hmm. to go to the movies. Now you need to take out a small interest rate loan uh, to be able to take your family of four <laughs> to the movies. This is incredible. So yep. this is pointing out to what you were just saying: inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, you just hinted to the fact that you think inflation has been relatively low. So for somebody who is moving into their thirty, thirty-five years of retirement, is this a big worry? Uh, I think it is. You know, we're talking about, you know, I was just interviewed on KSL TV by Dan Spindle on uh, inflation right now. And it's causing a bit of concern for people because it's showing inflation is actually 4.2%. But let's just put it into perspective. And I'm not an economist, but I want to talk about that for a moment. So we had the pandemic uh, that basically shut down the entire global economy. And also uh, inflation at you know, April of last year was unusually low. So that's called base income. So what happens is, is that when inflation is really low and then spending shuts down and then, you know, the economic recovery kicks back in, all of a sudden people are spending money. And uh, when you do the comparison, that's going to skyrocket inflation. So experts are really feeling that inflation is at 4.2%. It's, um, it's just temporary, but who really knows? And you, you got to have an income plan that accounts for inflation. You know, a problem that we see is too many people come into the office. We just had a guy the other day came in, had a worry about the stock market because he felt like the market's, you know, gone up and up and up over the last, you know, 12, 13 years. And he said, I'm just going to pull out all my money and put it in the bank. I can't lose any money if it's in the bank. Well, we had the conversation with John that, yeah, you can't lose money when the market goes down, but John, the bank's paying nothing. So here's what happens. Inflation is still growing. So in a sense, you are losing money to inflation. I can't believe though. So the average cost of a new house, this is nationwide, eighty nine thousand. Let's let's call it ninety k. Okay, the average cost of a now ninety k. I I don't know where you can find a home like that. Maybe certain parts of the country or out in the outskirts. But also, don't forget that the mortgage interest rates 
were 11.6% 30 years ago. Folks, the reason we're doing the, the Time Machine segment is to just show us how different retirement might be and all of the different financial factors that might affect us down the road. Mike, could you imagine walking into a bank right now and somebody saying, eh, we'll give you a loan, but your interest rate's going to be 11%. Would you stay in that bank? <laughs> no, I, I probably wouldn't. And here's, you know, growing up in Canada, um, Canada has mortgages a little bit different than, than we have here in the United States where you got a 15-year fix or a 30-year fix. In Canada, you really only have a five-year fixed. And then after that, it's an adjustable rate again. And my parents, mm -hmm. unfortunately, back in the 80s, I believe it was 1987, um, you know, the stock market crash and interest rates went wild and stuff like that. My parents had a, a mortgage that was about 11 or 12%, which was a good deal at that time, Spike. But what happened was interest rates skyrocketed and my parents' mortgage, because they were on that adjustable mortgage, shot up to 21%. My parents lost their house and it was completely out of control for them. But have a look at opportunity in all things. I mean, remember back when bank CDs were paying a 14% interest rate? Well, I don't remember, but I remember reading about them in my history book. Well, and, yes, and I'm, I... I'm, a, I'm a history buff as well, because back in 1985, I was five years old, turning six, watching that Marty McFly movie, wanting a hoverboard just like him. Um, but I do know the interest rates back in the 80s when they were high and CDs were paying really good. I mean, who wouldn't kill for a 13% CD right now, right? I would take, I would take a, a 5% CD <laughs> if I could find one right now. It would be yep, fantastic. Exactly. Just unbelievable. So s some of the perspective on this that I'd like to talk to people about, if you started working in 1985, you're, mm -hmm. you're probably seriously thinking about retirement right now. So having a retirement plan that lasts several decades this is, is quite common. We're living longer than we ever have. How do you address that as a financial planning firm? You are with Capital Wealth Advisors. You are the founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. How exactly do you address a plan that will take somebody through possibly three decades of retirement? When you have a plan, and I think I love, I just love hearing that word plan. It's so important. And you hear, you know, people that fail to plan, they, they plan to fail. You have to have a plan and, and a portfolio isn't a plan. Okay. So that's the catch, kitchen drawer approach that I'm always talking about. The plan leaves no stone unturned. It's A, do I have my guaranteed income? B, does it factor for things like long-term care? C, is inflation in that? Taxes, Medicare, investments, insurance. And you have to start, like Stephen Covey says, with the end in mind. And you got to plan in reverse. Now, I always say that if you don't have a plan, that's a hope and a prayer plan. You actually do have a plan, but that's not a good plan to depend on. But you have to have a plan that's also stress-tested. And what I mean by stress-tested spike is that you have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. So to say, hey, I'm going to plan for getting a 9 or 10% rate of return. Uh, is it realistic to get a return like that when the S&P 500 has averaged 6 to 7%? Most likely not. So you're better off to have a plan where, again, you're planning for the worst, but hoping for the best. And when you stress test it, it works out. And that's where the cherry on the top of the Sunday happens is you've planned for the worst and it actually is better than what you've planned for. That's how you win the retirement game, Spike. I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know how things are going to change. But yeah, I don't we, either. <laughs> what we can talk about, though, is how retirement has changed over the last 35 years. I think about longevity. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think, but there are tons of positives. Connectivity, right? Yeah. I mean, 35 years ago, if you were calling your mother and father's or maybe your grandmother and grandfather's phone and their, their phone was busy, 
there was no way to get in touch with them, right? So now it work. Yeah, we, we, we waited till every Sunday because long distance rates were cheaper to call my, my grandparents at that point. And it had to be after 6 p.m. because that's when long distance rates went, went down in price. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we think that we can now get in touch with people so much better, but we're living longer than we ever have. Um, yep. So we have to take into account all of the different risks. What other sort of changes do you maybe see happening over the next couple of decades that, that we kind of need to be aware of? People living longer is definitely a real concern. You don't want to run out of money, um, so you have to plan for that. But here, let's look at this too. What's changed since you know the past thirty-five years? Um, recently, you're, we're seeing the pensions have gone away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That we got to talk about. Yeah, volatility is much more common. Like you know, news travels faster, so things are trading in nanoseconds with technology. Funny little thing, if we're looking at our iPhone and we see Apple stock go down, we literally could take our iPhone and sell our Apple stock on our app, on our iPhone, which is mm-hmm. in a sense kind of weird. It's almost like cannibalizing Apple stock ourselves with that iPhone. Mm-hmm. But but the point is, is that you have things like taxes have changed, the Medicare program has changed, Social Security has changed. You really need to diversify more. It, it's different than what it was 35 years ago. I, I'm sure if you're getting close to retirement, or you're at the very beginning of it, you've thought of some of these factors. But for those who are maybe starting to get into the planning phases or getting close to it or or concerned about Mm -hmm. the things, I think we have to know that our retirement is not going to be the same as our grandparents, in part because of one topic you just brought up, pensions. Yep. It it used to be over something, and I, you know, please, I'm fudging the numbers here, but somewhere around 52%, 54% of American companies offered some version of a pension plan over mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Uh, today, mm-hmm. I think those numbers are somewhere around 17 or 16%. My point is, is the kinds of protections that we used to have from our organizations have changed. The, the onus is now on us to save mm-hmm. into our 401ks. You add in the fact that we're living longer than we ever have, there is no way that our retirement is going to look like our grandparents' retirement. Although I think everybody's going to say, oh, look, you know, my, my, my mammy and pappy, they, they, were, they were totally fine. They were great. They were able to retire for a long time. We're not going to be like that, right? No, it's it's going to be different. You're right. The onus was uh, put upon us because when the 401ks came out, you know, companies said, "All right, cool. Well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna stop doing this pension and do a match into the 401k, and it's your responsibility to put that money in there." Things are going to be different the next 35 years. Neither you or I or anyone have a crystal ball. Anyone that fails to plan will plan to fail. So you have to have a plan in retirement. And that's really what's going to give anyone the peace of mind that they're looking for and deserve in their retirement years. Well, Mike, that's going to be all the time that we have for today's show. Do you want to say goodbye to our listening audience? Hey, well, I had fun today and I hope you guys did too listening. So I really appreciate you listening in, but we are going to be back for more retirement guidance next program. And Spike, really accumulating, uh, here we are back in 1985, but <laughs> accumulating these uh, these assets, it's only one step of the journey. Enjoying the retirement that you've dreamed of, that's the goal. So tune in for more Retire Utah with me, Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors next week. And if you have any questions about your financial journey, give us a call at 801-210-5500.
Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.